Ciao, sono Mark e oggi ho una notizia. We have some fantastic news for Italian learners. Starting February 2024, our Coffee Break Italian Masterclass is a brand new way to help you take your Italian to the next level. Aimed at intermediate Italian speakers who want to move on to an advanced level, the Masterclass covers advanced topics such as pronouns, the conditional perfect, the passive voice, subjunctive structures and much more, and it ultimately helps you sound more Italian. It's a six-month coaching course with a different module covered each month and it starts on the 1st of February. The lessons are self-access so you can work through each module and benefit from feedback and support from our wonderful masterclass tutors Francesca and Maurizio. Imagine building your fluency with the Coffee Break Italian team over the next six months. Does this sound fantastico? Search today for Coffee Break Italian Masterclass or visit coffeebreaklanguages.com Italian and join the class of February 2024. Places are limited and we're starting soon. Allora, cosa aspetti? Ci vediamo alla Masterclass. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Coffee Break Italian, Season 2, Episode 29. Ciao a tutti e benvenuti a un altro episodio di Coffee Break Italian. Io sono Francesca. E io sono Mark. Come stai Francesca? Bene, grazie Mark. E tu? Benissimo, ma un po', un po triste perché oggi non c'è Ayla ancora una volta. Eh, lo so, ma lei ha tantissimi esami in questo periodo. Sì, forse la settimana prossima sì. tornerà. Sì, sicuramente. Now, hopefully, Ayla's exams are going very well. Sì, certamente. Io sono sicura, Ayla ha fatto tutto perfettamente. Indubbiamente. <laughs> I think it's probably clear what we're about to introduce today. Um, I think so. Could I say, ovviamente? <laughs> ovviamente. All these words that end in mente are what we would call adverbs. Sì. They're the equivalent of the words that end in L-Y in English. Uh, quickly, slowly, happily, kindly, and, and, and so on. But there are other adverbs too in Italian, just as there are in English. And this will all become clear in this lesson. We're going to start with a presentation. And then once we've done a presentation, we'll come back in and test some of what we've learned with some, some translations. Allora, mettiamoci al lavoro. E voi potete ascoltarci. Certo, certamente. Certamente. Okay, Francesca, what are adverbs? Well, as you said before, adverbs are words used to modify verbs, um, adjectives, uh, 
and even adverbs themselves. Exactly. Now, they're not entirely new to us because we have covered adverbs in, in a number of ways before, but perhaps we've not really focused on the fact that they are adverbs. Really, the fact is that very often we use adverbs without realising that we're doing so. Yeah, think, for example, of simple words like uh, si or no, bene, male, uh, forse. They are adverbs. Uh, we've been using them since uh, uh, season one, episode one, but yeah. we didn't even know they were adverbs. Exactly. And I think it's something that, you know, people understand what adjectives are. Adjectives are words that describe things. Um, and adverbs, we kind of feel that adverbs are words that describe verbs but it goes a little further than that because for example the word yes is an adverb but it's quite difficult to explain in what way it's an adverb i guess it's the affirmative response to how you're doing something yes, yes. do you want it yes yes is the affirmative way in which i'm describing the fact that i want it i think it makes sense hopefully hopefully <laughs> let's go into a little more detail adverbs in italian they're fairly easy to form in general is si. that correct Especially if we think of uh, English adverbs uh, ending in L-Y. In Italian, we can do something very similar by using adjectives uh, and adding the um, suffix uh, mente to them. For example, uh, let's take uh, veloce, fast. Mm -hmm. We can create an adverb, uh, velocemente. So quickly. Sì. Si. So if we take quick in English and add le to it at the end, quickly, we get the adverb form of the adjective quick. Esatto. We can't say fastly, <laughs> because fast in English is both an adjective and an adverb. Sì, è vero. But with veloce, velocemente. Sì. Give us another one. Um, felice. Happy. Felicemente. Happily. Sì. O forte. Strong? Sì, fortemente. Strongly? Sì, o ancora uno. Triste. Ah, ok, sad. Tristemente. Sadly. Sì, okay. bravissimo, okay. è facile, no? Up to this point, yes. Ho una domanda. I have always said attentamente. Am I wrong? Should it be attentemente? Oh, no, no, no. No, you're right in saying attentamente, eh, Mark. The examples I've just given you refer only to adjectives ending in E in their singular form. Oh, of course, like felice, veloce, forte and, and so on. Sì. Okay. These adjectives simply add mente to their singular form. However, as our listeners know, there are also adjectives with two singular endings, uh, O for masculine singular and A for feminine singular, mm -hmm. like uh, allegro. Okay, attento. Attento, <laughs> sì, 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 attento or attenta for the feminine. Yeah. So in this case, we must use the feminine singular form to create the adverb. So for these ones where the adjective ends in O or A and changes, depending on masculine or feminine, we use the feminine form to form the adverb. Sì. So we get allegro, sì. uh, meaning cheerful. Sì, cheerful, happy, merry. merry. Yeah. Then if we want to say cheerfully, sì. then we go to the feminine form of that and we get allegra. Sì. And then we form the adverb by saying allegramente. Bravissimo. Okay, and the same goes for the one I suggested, attentamente. Esatto. Coming from attento, moving to the feminine form, attenta, and then going to attentamente. Sì. 
Sì, sì, or even lento, oh, slow, slow. Okay. lentamente. Slowly, okay, so we go straight from lento there to lentamente. Bravissimo. Okay. Is there anything else we need to know? Yes, there are some adjectives which drop the final E when forming the adverb, and in particular adjectives ending in le, lo, or re, and ro. I'll give you some examples. Okay. It's probably easier yep. to understand. Let's take uh, facile. Okay, so we wouldn't say facilemente, esatto. we would say facilmente. Yeah, it sounds better, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> or particolare. Yep, particolarmente. Instead of particolaremente. Yeah. Too, <laughs> too long. Many, too many syllables there. <laughs> or leggero. Leggermente. Mm-hmm. And one more, let me think. Benevolo. So, benevolmente. Benevolmente, Benevolmente. Sì, so, sì. just to, to go through the meanings of them, facilmente, easily, uh, particolarmente, particularly, particularly, leggermente, lightly, mm-hmm, and benevolmente. Can you say in English benevolently? You can, benevolently, wow. yeah, or kindly, probably. Okay, yeah. There's a lot, of, a lot of syllables in benevolently. Uh-huh. <laughs> Now, Francesca, are there any exceptions to all of the all of these rules? I'm afraid there are. Uh, as it fortunately or unfortunately. Happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our listeners already know there are a lot of exceptions in Italian. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a couple of examples. Violento, violent, mm-hmm. the adverb violentemente. So we are not really following the rule of turning the adjective into a feminine adjective here. Okay. Or altro. Mm-hmm. Altrimenti. So how would we translate altrimenti? Um, otherwise. Otherwise, otherwise yes, yeah. yes. So again, when we put these adjectives, or rather these adverbs, sorry, into English, we're not necessarily translating them with a le at the end, the L-Y ending. Sometimes they have another another meaning. I'm thinking of, of the other way, if we were saying unfortunately, the adverb in Italian for unfortunately, well, the most common one, has got nothing to do with amenti at the end. Yes, you, you could say sfortunatamente, but the most common is purtroppo. Purtroppo, yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm guessing there are other types of adverbs, but we're going to come to them a little later. Sì. So, so far we have been looking at what we call avverbi di modo. So uh, adverbs uh, which describe how something uh, is done. Mm-hmm. But uh, adverbs can also describe uh, uh, more things, uh, like, for example, place or location. So where something is done. Give us some examples. Uh, words which we already know, like qui, uh, qua, li, so, la, uh, okay. giù, dappertutto. Okay, so I'm here and there and, and uh, down and up and everywhere. Yes. Okay, so where something is done. Again, if you're asking the question, where is it done? You're going to answer that with an adverb or an adverbial phrase. Sì. In the kitchen, that's an adverbial phrase. Sì, sì, sì. Okay. What else might they, they describe? They can describe time. Okay. So when something is done. Mm-hmm. So words like adesso, mm-hmm. dopo, sempre, spesso, all the adverbs of frequency really and also the words we introduce with passato prossimo words like appena già mai so these are all adverbs and we we know what these mean already let's just run through them just in case our our listeners are are a little confused Uh, adesso would be now si dopo after. after 
sempre Always. Sì, spesso Often. Sì, di solito Usually. Mm-hmm. A volte Sometimes Appena It's like just Sì E già Already E mai Never Okay We've had adverbs which describe how something is done Adverbs which describe things like the place where something is done When something is done Anything else? Yes, we also have the quantity. So ah, okay. words like molto, troppo, poco, tanto. There are some perhaps tricky elements of those ones. Yes. We'll, we'll come to that in, in just a moment. Okay. Before we get there, can we talk a little about the position of the adverbs, about where they go in the sentence? Yeah, very good question, Mark. I can say that Italian is not too strict when it comes to the position of adverbs uh, within a sentence. But we can say uh, that, for example, if an adverb refers to a verb, it tends to go after the verb. For example, eh, studio attentamente. You wouldn't really say attentamente, studio. Yep, okay, that makes sense. Uh, If there is an object uh, as well in the sentence, we could say, for example, studio attentamente l'italiano, so with the adverb following the verb, but the adverb could also follow the object. So it would also be correct to say studio l'italiano attentamente. Okay, I have a question, and this relates to something that we've been doing recently in Coffee Break German, Mm -hmm. where we were learning all about the order of different types of adverbs. If we're talking about studying carefully Italian every morning in the kitchen, do we have to worry about the particular order of all these different things? Uh, Italian is not as strict as German. So I know that in German you have to be really, really careful with the position of each element within the sentence. In Italian you're quite free to move things around. So we could say uh, studio l'italiano ogni mattina in cucina attentamente. Sì, sì, sì. Is there a better way of saying that? You could say ogni mattina studio l'italiano attentamente in cucina. So you could have ogni mattina uh, as the first element of the sentence and that would be correct. Okay. So if you are familiar with German at all, then don't worry about transferring what you know of German into Italian. Italian is a little more flexible in the sense of where we put these adverbs. Okay, coming back to to the simple scenario of uh, studio l'italiano attentamente, just where we're dealing with one adverb. What happens with compound tenses? With compound tenses, if you think when we did uh, passato prossimo, uh, the natural position for adverbs uh, is between the auxiliary and the past participle. For example, non ho mai visitato Parigi. So the mai there goes between the auxiliary verb o and the past participle visitato. No, no, mai visitato Parigi. Exactly, as you do in English, yeah. so it's very similar. Although in spoken Italian or in more regional Italian, this could also uh, change. Someone could say, non ho visitato mai Parigi, mm-hmm. in order to add more emphasis, for yeah. example. Okay, that makes sense. Is there anything else that we need to know about adverbs? Yes, there is a very important aspect uh, which we need to discuss, uh, and it's the use of adverbs with adjectives. Okay. Adverbs are placed before adjectives, uh, and the important thing is that they are always in the masculine singular form. 
Right. I think we need an example of this because it's it's a little bit sort of theoretical until we get an example that will probably make more sense. It's very straightforward with an example. Uh, If I say Marco è molto stanco, the word molto here works uh, as an adverb. Yeah. It's adding information uh, regarding uh, the adjective uh, stanco, how tired uh, Marco, Marco is, is okay. So molto. Marco è molto stanco. Um, he is very tired. Equally, he could be tired today, or he could be tired uh, yesterday, or in bed, or whatever. So any adverb there is describing the extent to which he is tired, or where he is tired, or how he is tired. So molto is just another adverb there. Sì. Okay. What happens if we are talking about Sara? Well, I would say that Sara è molto stanca. Bravissimo, bravissimo. Okay, I see where you're going with this because there may be the, the sort of feeling again in people's heads that Sara's feminine and therefore molto should become molta. Esatto. But as we've explained, molto is simply an adverb there. It is not going to change. Adverbs don't change when there's different people or feminine and masculine and plurals and so on. Aha, uh-huh. adverbs are always invariable. So we need to be able to recognize when words like molto, poco, troppo are adjectives or adverbs. And if they are adverbs, they never change. Okay, let's have a look uh, at another example. Okay, this example hopefully will clarify things even more. If I say, ho molti amici... Molto simpatici. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> you're I like laughing, it. Mark. I like it. <laughs> so there you're saying, oh, molti amici, molto simpatici. Let's think about this. You're saying that you have got many friends who are very nice. Si. So you have many very nice friends. And in actual fact, if we think about the word molto there, molto means two different things. It can mean many or very. Si, esatto. Or much and very. So when you're saying o molti amici, I have many friends, molti there is an adjective. Si. It changes based on the fact we're talking about amici. However, when you say that they are very nice, the word very is describing how nice they are. They're not a little bit nice. They're not medium nice. They're very nice. <laughs> so there it's an adverb. Therefore, there's no way it's going to change. It's always got to be molto. Perfetto. I think your explanation is very clear. Hopefully. Okay. Now we're going to do some more practice of this after the break and we'll give you the chance to to look at some of these adverbs and also some situations where we may be dealing with a, an adverbial use or an adjectival use of certain words. But that's coming up after the break. Interrompiamo questa trasmissione per una comunicazione importante. If you'd like to make faster progress with your Italian, don't forget that you can use the premium version of this course, which features video versions of the lessons, comprehensive lesson notes and bonus listening materials. Allora, cosa aspetti? What are you waiting for? If you'd like to take your Italian to the next level, go to coffeebreakitalianplus.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
Alright, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Okay, welcome back. In this lesson, we're looking at adverbs and how they are used in Italian. We're looking at the formation of the adverbs, the, the different types of adverbs that there, there are, the position of adverbs, and also very crucially, how adverbs and adjectives are different and Same. how you use them together. Normally, we would be practicing all of this with Isla. Isla's unfortunately, unfortunately. Purtroppo. Uh, not here today. Another <laughs> adverb. Um, so we'll do this happily. Felicemente. And notice we will do this happily. There are two of us, but it's just felicemente. It doesn't change. No, because it's the way we are doing it. It's the it. way in which we're doing it. We'll do this happily with you, our listeners. So what we'll do is leave some space for you to work out the answers to some of these questions that we'll be asking. Okay, so let's begin with some practice forming adverbs. Francesca, you're going to give us the adjectival form. And then we are going to form the adverb from that. Va bene. Okay, go for it. Okay, allora. Dolce. So that means sweet. Sì. It would be... Dolcemente. Bravo. Okay. Fedele. Is that faithful? Faithful or loyal. Loyal, yeah, okay. So that one ends in le, so I'm going to take off the e at the end and suggest it's fedelmente. Molto bene. Okay, so that faithfully or loyally. Sì. Giusto. So giusto is correct. Sì, or, or just. Just also. So justly or correctly, giustamente. Sì, giustamente. So we change the giusto to the feminine form and make it giustamente. Cortese. Uh, courteous, polite. Sì. So, would that be cortesemente? Molto bene, perfetto. E normale? So, to say normally, we say normalmente. Normalmente. Yeah, we've heard that many times. Perfetto. E ancora uno, chiaro? Chiaro, clear. So, clearly, we change the chiaro form to the chiara form and then add mente, chiaramente. Ok, molto bene, chiaramente. Perfetto, bravissimo. So, I'm now going to give you some sentences, Mark, and I want you to complete them with an adverb. Okay, so once again, we'll leave some time for our listeners to think of this through and then I'll, I'll try it. Yes, and you can be creative. There is not only just one uh, correct answer. Okay, okay, perhaps if I say one and you can think of others, just in case our listeners have thought of Even others, better. then you can give us some further examples. Okay, allora, Alice è concentrata e ascolta il professore... Could I say attentamente? Sì, sì, bravissima. So Alice is, is concentrated, She's, she concentrates hard. Sì. 
and she listens to the teacher carefully, sì. attentamente. Anything else? Um, pazientemente. Oh, patiently, yeah, that's a good one. Okay, let's go to another one. Allora, i miei genitori sono molto precisi e fanno tutto... Perhaps they would do everything, if they're very precise, they would do everything perfectly, perfettamente. Sì, perfettamente. Ok, i miei genitori sono molto precisi, molto, because it's the adverb form there, molto precisi, uh, e fanno tutto perfettamente, and they do everything sì. perfectly. Ok, any other okay. ideas for that one? Fanno tutto... Mm, rigorosamente. Oh, rigorously, I like that. Ok, <laughs> let's go on to number three. Numero tre. Sono sempre in ritardo, quindi faccio colazione... Uh, velocemente? Sì. Could you say rapidamente? Rapidamente, sì, sì. Is veloce a bit more normal than... than probably more rapid. common than rapido. Okay. Or rapido probably gives the idea of something even faster. Even faster. Okay. Let's stick with velocemente sì. there. So, I'm always late and therefore I have breakfast very quickly. Faccio colazione velocemente. Okay. Um, per vincere la maratona, gli atleti devono allenarsi... Mm, I'm not familiar with allenarsi. What does that mean? Allenarsi significa to train. Okay, to train. Okay. So, per vincere la maratona, gli atleti devono allenarsi... Constantemente? Sì, costantemente. Costantemente. Okay, so constantly we drop out the N there. Sì. Costantemente. Okay, could we also say sempre? Oh yes, of course. It's also okay. an adverb. Okay, and perhaps if they're not wanting to vincere la, mar la maratona, forse possiamo dire mai. Sì, and remember you want to add the non. The non, okay. So per vincere la maratona, gli, gli atleti che non vogliono vincere <laughs> non devono allenarsi mai. Sì, sì. Okay, a, a bit silly that one, but, but we're just using another adverb. Okay, ancora una. La maestra ha molta pazienza e ripete ogni cosa. Could we use pazientemente again? Sì, sì, sì. She repeats sì. everything patiently. Sì, or gentilmente. Yeah. Sì. Okay. Bravo, Mark. Okay, now we've got one more activity here, and this is focusing on what we mentioned earlier about looking at words like molto and troppo and poco and seeing how they can be used either as an adjective or as an adverb. And what's the key thing that we need to remember, Francesca? We need to remember that if these words are used as adverbs, they are invariable. So there's no change. No, okay. they're used in their masculine singular form. If they're used as adjectives, however, they have endings, masculine, feminine, singular and plural. Okay, so we've got four sentences to translate from English into Italian. Sì. I'll give you these sentences and then we'll give you some time to think about it and pay extremely close attention to any words like few or many or much or very and things like that or too as well, too, T-O-O, because those are the words that you'll need to consider carefully as to whether they are adverbs or adjectives. Are we ready? Sì, siamo pronti. Okay, so number one. Allora, numero uno. Few Italian people speak Chinese very well. I'll say that again. Few Italian people speak Chinese very well.
Okay, Francesca, can you help us with this? I can. <laughs> Few Italian people. Poche persone italiane. So there we're, we're using poco, but in the sense of few. So it is an adjective and therefore it agrees. Poche, that's C-H-E, persone italiane speak, Ita uh, sorry, they speak Italian very well, Italian people, but they speak Chinese not very well. So few Italian people speak very good Chinese. Parlano molto bene il cinese. Okay, and I confuse things there by saying very good Chinese because we actually have to say they speak Chinese very well or sì. few of them speak Chinese very well. And of course, we should stress here that this is a generalization. Of course, there will be many Italian speakers who can speak excellent Chinese, <laughs> but it's just from, a, from the point of view of a grammatical example. So let's have the whole thing again. Poche persone italiane parlano molto bene il cinese. Molto being an adverb there describing how well they speak. Sì. Because molto is qualifying bene. Okay, let's continue with number two. And this one is, there are lots of people on the beach because it's very hot. There are lots of people on the beach because it's very hot. And for on the beach, just use in beach. Now, when we're talking about people in Italian, we could use persone again. Sì. But there's probably a more Italian way of saying this. Uh, we can use the gente as well. But careful, because gente is singular. Sì. So how would we say there are many people on the beach? C'è molta gente in spiaggia. Okay, so c'è molta gente. That's the adjectival form. There are many people on the beach in spiaggia. Because it is very hot. Perché fa molto caldo. So, fa molto caldo. There, molto means very. And that's the adverb form. C'è molta gente in spiaggia perché fa molto caldo. In English, because we're looking at two different words. There are many people on the beach because it's very hot. We've got many and very. There are two completely different words in English, but they do both link very closely in Italian because they're both forms of molto. C'è molta gente in spiaggia perché fa molto caldo. Okay, numero tre. Sì. And this is a, a confession now. Oh. I say too often or too many times that Francesca is too nosy. Mark, <laughs> ma non è vero. Well, it kind of is. <laughs> no. So, just let's focus on the, the words here. We're going to use too many times rather than too often, Okay. I say too many times that Francesca is too nosy. Okay, Francesca, how would I say this in Italian? Mm. Io dico troppe volte che Francesca... Non è troppo curiosa. <laughs> okay, so io dico troppe volte. Troppe is the adjectival form of troppo. Too many. Not too much here, but just too many. And therefore it agrees with volte. Now, if I were to say I say too often, I could say... Troppo spesso. And there troppo would be an adverb because it's describing how often. It's too often. 
But when we say too many times, it's too many, not just two. So troppe volte che Francesca è troppo curiosa, that she is too nosy. And therefore, I'm using troppo in the adverbial form because it's describing an adjective. I know this can get a little bit complicated, but hopefully it's making more sense in Italian than the explanations are making. Uh, sì, sicuramente. <laughs> okay, one more. Okay. Number four. Um, ah, this is a tricky one. I have very little money because I work little. Okay. Okay, and again, we're thinking about poco and so on here. I have very little money because I work little. It probably sounds a little strange in English when we say it like this, but of course we're trying to make you think about particular forms in Italian. So, Francesca. Okay. Ho pochi soldi perché lavoro poco. So, money is a, a singular word in English, but in Italian it's soldi, so it's plural. So, I have few monies sì. or pochi soldi, and there we're talking about pochi, P-O-C-H-I, the plural adjective form. Perché lavoro poco? Because I work little. I don't work a lot. Lavoro poco, the adverbial form there, because it's describing the verb. This has been quite tricky, but I think it's good that we've got into it in a little more detail and a little more depth. It's been a good challenge for our listeners. Sì, veramente una sfida interessante. Interessante. And I think also Isla's got quite a bit to catch up on for next time. Sì, mamma mia. Of course, there's lots more information in our notes, which you can find at coffeebreakitalianplus.com. That is also where you can find our video version of this lesson and the bonus audio materials, which will help you take your Italian further. All of that at coffeebreakitalianplus.com. And don't forget, you can also find us on Twitter at LearnItalian. And if you want to find out about what happens behind the scenes here at Coffee Break, you can find us on Instagram at Coffee Break Languages. Now, next episode is episode 30. And that kind of marks the end of this section of Coffee Break Italian Season 2 because lessons 31 to 40 are coming a little later and they're a little bit different. We've got something exciting coming for those lessons. However, with next lesson, we're going to have something of a review of pretty much everything that we've learned. Sì, un bel ripassino. Un ripassino, un ripassone, forse. Sì, forse sì. <laughs> we'll be back then soon with more Coffee Break Italian and also with Ayla. Allora, grazie molte e arrivederci. Alla prossima, ciao. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2017, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. 
so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rustolium. <laughs> 